Alexander with Real Business Talk TV. This is part one of a part two interview. This is my favorite asset class, real estate, because real estate is real. What's going on? This is Israel Wright, also here with Real Business Talk TV, and we are excited to bring you guys these two beautiful individuals who are about to give y'all the real on real estate. So if you don't know about what you need to do in this new market, you're scared, you wanna buy a house, you don't wanna buy a house, you wanna save some money, you wanna invest it, they're gonna tell you what you need to know. So let's get into it. Okay, we're gonna do ladies first, LC. We like to ask you a couple of questions. How did you get started in real estate? Oh, wow. So believe it or not, I started back in like 2008. Uh, I was a college student in Virginia. Um, I wanted to get into real estate because my dad was a construction worker and he would always drive by buildings and show me everything that he helped build. And I thought that was dope. So I went to school for architecture wow. and construction management. And while I was in school, I said, why don't I go ahead and get into real estate? You only got to be 18. I'm 18. So, wow. so you started in a recession. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is at the time I didn't know it. Yeah. You know, I was so young. I wasn't paying attention to that. That's what's up. Yeah. All right, we got my man Rashad House. How did you get started in real estate? My man Rashad House have sold properties to Jaquees, Ari, and a couple of more celebrities. So how did you get started in real estate? So I first got started back in real estate in 2017. Um, it was something that I was interested in always like, as a kid. I remember watching the little infomercials, info, infomercials on the weekends talking about buying a house and it was always something that held my interest. So as I got older, um, I kind of diverted from getting into real estate. I went to corporate America um, and just really started that process. But then once I said, you know what, corporate America is not for me, I did my research to find out what are the steps I have to go to in order to get into real estate. Um, so once I found what it was, I did my research, I did the homework, I took the class, and then I just tapped back into the people that I've always known, people that I've done business with, worked with, or just personally have relations with, and then just tap into my database and grew my business from there. Dope, dope, dope. So you said your father got you into real estate. Is anybody else taking that same like approach, or just people look at it like, ah, no, I'm cool? Especially after 2008, I'm sure that was a you mean like crazy family? time. Yeah, crazy time to get into real estate. You know, my mom is and my grandmother both are very interested in real estate. My mom is like developing on the wholesale side back in Virginia. So this is a family thing. I mean, they've always had interest, and you know, but I left and. But they're still going at it, yeah. Okay, okay, that's what's up. No, I, I think that's dope um, because sometimes you might be the first person in your family to take on. I am the first. That's what's up. So how does that feel for you, especially being the first and a woman at that? Yeah. Um, I think it's inspirational. Um, I, I keep telling my mom to move here. Because mm. <laughs> there's more money here. Yeah. Um, in Virginia, like, the prices are much higher, but what you're getting is a lot smaller. So I'm like... But, you know, just having them in real estate and being able to give them information and hearing the stuff that they're learning, I'm like, okay, I know that. Or yeah. like, oh, let me send you some referrals back home because I still have those relationships back home. So it's cool to be able to pour into them. That's what's up. Yeah. I got another question for you guys. What made you guys choose the Atlanta market besides moving to like Texas or Florida? I mean, well, for me, I'm from here. All my friends are here, all my family is here. And what I've been learning since I've even gotten into real estate, your business is going to come from people that already know you, like you, and trust you. So being that I've been here, I've gone to college school, I worked in corporate America, and then just been out on the nightlife scene, hanging out with different people, it's helped me get into the faces of a lot of people that have 
helped me get into the face of Jacquees, Ari, Dreezy, Andre Flash, Janine Michelle, like the whole nine. Like that's really just tapping into my database, staying seen in front of people at W. So you would say the nightlife, like partying, helped you actually get into real estate. It's definitely helped me get in front of some some high profile people. Yes, I, I can't say that. Okay. And what would you say helped you? You know, honestly, I didn't choose Atlanta. Atlanta chose me. Okay. So, you know, I'm not from here. I don't have family here. I had to build my family here through my friends and people that I could rely on and trust. Um, based on that, using my network that I had grew over time, I did a lot of work in the music industry. However, that's not really my real estate network. My real estate network is everyday people. And so based on that, I just kind of stayed attached to Facebook um, and, and just kind of kept pushing information and trying to educate people on what I thought. Real estate in Atlanta is dope because I think it's the chocolate city. Okay, and my okay. belief is just, you know, this is the city that we thrive in. It. So why don't we have a piece of it? And we need to have enough of a piece that it makes a statement and it can't be taken back from us. So therefore, I strive and push people to try to own something. And, and that's how I connect with people. I, I love that. So you hit on a couple of different points. You talked about networking, you talked about relationships, yeah. you talked about, um, you know, just being a uh, family and building that. What are some other little things that you would like give a uh, aspiring uh, real estate agent or somebody that wants to get into real estate? Something that's an intangible, you know, something oh. that you, you can't really buy. Yeah, my whole thing to anyone that wants to grow in real estate is to become the expert. And mm. even if you aren't the expert, pretend to be the expert. All you have to do yeah. is go out there and find blogs, find information, yeah. talk to mortgage lenders, put this information out because these are the questions that people want to know and they don't know. So when you keep giving people information, they're like, yo, this person's knowledgeable. Yeah. I want to work with her. Yeah. So when you keep presenting yourself as an expert, your business will naturally grow. And, and they people, keep learning too yeah. on that. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and stay informed. Right. I yeah. got a question for y'all and I get this question a lot because I'm a real estate investor. Yeah. What's the difference between a real estate investor and a real estate agent? I want the lady to go first. Okay. Um, an investor is just someone that's going to see real estate as an asset and something that they can use to grow financially over time, whether it be a buy and hold, a fix and flip, or any other form of real estate, such as land that they know that they're going to use later and maybe do like a ground lease. Um, they're just using real estate for the purposes of gaining income. Whereas a real estate agent, we're simply the salespeople behind it. But with integrity, you know, we become the realtors. So we're coming from a place of value, educating our clients on what this process looks like and what needs to be done. And if you're not ready yet, how can we get you ready? Like, and I got a question for y'all. Can you do both? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most agents do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, plus you could use your commission from it to help out with down payment. So calls. talk about your personal experience with that, sir. Hey, uh, so I just purchased my house back in December and from me representing myself in that transaction, I saved myself a lot of money that I didn't have to come out of pocket um, and then also being able to help me buy down my rates so I was able to get an interest rate that was more favorable to me, less than favorable to the, to the banks. And I think me and you was talking about that off camera when we looked at a salon suite mm -hmm. and I was telling Rashad like, Let's partner on this deal so we can kind of split the commission. Yeah, I was like, look, no, we're going to take my whole commission. We're going to invest this inside of this, yeah, yeah, inside yeah. Of this deal. But I mean, you already know the 
broker. Mm -hmm. You already know all the ages. You know pretty much people you need to know. So it really right. is like a cheat code if you want to be able to get into investing in the real estate because you already have the resources. Yeah, and it's a lot of agents who they have their license to be an agent, but they more so work as an investor. Mm -hmm. Being able to tap into the resources to look up property records, what's on the market, finding the comp versus just going on Zillow, which go. all of us realtors know is not accurate. You Correct. Know, people right. they go, oh, well, Zillow said, but Zillow oh, right. Right. Yeah, That's like credit card. That's like credit card. You really got like a 625. Right, so just working as a realtor, being able to tap into the resource and do your homework from a more expertise level, less than just, I'm an investor and I saw this online, you know, it's a little different. So yeah. kind of like the dynamic I have, like I told my wife to go to school for real estate. When we yeah. do purchase our forever home, mm -hmm. she'll get the commission. There you go. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be the buyer. So win win. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you kind of create that legacy I mean, that everybody talks about. Both of you could be the buyer. Tell one time. So. I was just saying, like, you know, she could do the commission side and, you know, be the buyer, yeah. buyer too. I mean, Whatever. Depending I think, on how y'all want to work I it. I think far as like real estate, you want to say, the person so they oh, can buy. Yeah. I always tell standpoint. people that. I Why would you both go on alone, right? Yeah. I, I tell people that and a lot of couples, you know, have those concerns like, oh, both of our names. And I'm like, look, if something happens, God forbid, where one person's credit gets hurt or you guys go into foreclosure, at least that other person can still buy. There you go. They see it strong. There you right. go. That's what teamwork yeah. and partnership is about. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of clients where one person will buy the house in their name and then the other person buy the cars in their name so that way one person credit yeah. stays freed up because car notes is really what a lot of people think is dead when they're looking at buying a house. Right. And nowadays, cars are so expensive, you're looking at five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month. A thousand dollars a month. And to me, that doesn't yeah. make sense. So if you have two cars, both a thousand a month, that's going to affect your debt to income ratio. And then just seeing how high home prices are now, like you got to make, you have to make money to be able to get the house. So y'all ready for this spicy so we know that the interest rates and inflation is crazy. How do you navigate this market? We're gonna let the lady go first and then we're gonna let my man Mr. Shawhouse and say My answer is probably gonna shock you guys. And I hate to say something that may go against what he's gonna say, but what's happening with the interest rates right now is we're we're seeing stabilization. We're seeing the interest rates go back to what they used to be. People don't remember when interest rates in the 80s and 90s were 18%, 17%. The last time we seen interest rates at 7.5% was in the 2000s. So, and then what happened in the 2000s? So, the interest rates kind of stay stable and then they kind of dropped a little bit. But when we got to about 2015, 16, they did something unique where they went really low. So in these last few years, 2017 to 2020, 21, interest rates were extremely low. We've never seen interest rates between two and three and four percent that low. So people kind of got spoiled by that. Like this is a great time for body Married a house, they 
house that you want and you can afford it and it's inside of your budget to where, hey, look, I can go buy the tap in the house and be comfortable. Buy it now when the rates do come down. You might be able to save five hundred for thousand dollars a month. I had a client that purchased a home in 2018. His was paying like twenty four hundred dollars a month on his mortgage when the rates dropped and dropped down to six hundred dollars a month. Because he married the house the rates dropped. He saved like six hundred a month, made an investment property and profited every month off the front put it Everybody wants a million dollar sale, wants that influence 
it across and I got a million people on the page, hey, then they're done that. Yeah. So, so being able to see that, it feels good, but at the same time, sometimes it's different with different kind of I wouldn't have dealt with my, my friends and yeah, it would have been a lot of money and I wouldn't have had to spend money. And you were going to come across more average people than you are those million dollar people. Yeah, I'm okay. So that they're going to so the next quick question. Wait, 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 wait. You're out here for some, interview, so go ahead. Tell right. us what you Some mean. people will <laughs> feel like because you've dealt with a higher profile person, people that buy me a dollar house, that you don't deal with regular people. When I first got into it, I started off as posting me a dollar house. Now, granted, my first transaction was because I went viral, so kind of, oh, you only deal with celebrities, you gonna call us. At least 10 of my friends bought houses in front of you. And I was like, what, what damn, why you didn't call me? You only deal with celebrities and me and other houses. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what but at the same time, once I got the feedback, I changed how, how I marketed it. But at the same time, I still didn't take away from the fact that I did deal with some of these people because they still began to talk to me. And then I dealt with this guy from there, this uh, stinker. So it didn't really hurt me so much, but the everyday person made me more comfortable. I got one and the last final question. Y'all ready? Yes. I need y'all both to answer at the same time. Buy or rent? Executing all my plans, yeah. connecting all the ends. Yeah, I'm running to the winds, fighting to the end. All I see is checker flags. Check